I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. I tried to squeeze this in yesterday. I wanted to talk to you about these e-licenses, the uh, mobile driver's license pilot program. Uh, John Wojcik yesterday of KSL News Radio, uh, he spent some time digging into this and offered a report. The pilot program is being led by the State Driver License Division, and it comes after legislation was passed two years ago that tasked them with researching the process of developing mobile IDs. Division Director Chris Karras says the main benefit should be enhanced security, specifically how much information you choose to provide or hide in a given situation. So if it's an age-based purchase, you can choose to share a verification that you are of age and uh, just the statutory requirements. The hope is to expand the pilot program to 10,000 Utahns by sometime this summer. John Mochak, KSL News Radio. Uh, I am over the moon excited. At this prospect, I I have for you know ever since I was what well, I think I think in sixth grade I got my first wallet, and I have over the years tried to be disciplined about what kind of junk I shove in there and how big and fat and thick the thing gets, and I have not done so well. I've got my I have my wallet out uh, right here, and I thought what I would do is uh, you know you understand you understand the the program that's being implemented right now. A few, a few years ago, the, the state legislature called for, as you heard John reporting there, the, the driver's license division to look into what it would cost and how we could execute and with whom we would do business as a state to move the driver's license from something that exists as a, you know, a tangible little card here that you carry around with that flattering picture on it and uh, how to turn that into a digital document or something that can exist on your smartphone. We're to a point, I think, today certainly where enough of us have smartphones that uh, it can certainly, it can certainly uh, be worthwhile to explore this. Uh, I have, let me see, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to go through my wallet here, and I'm going to see if, uh, if there is, what in here could be, digitally converted so that instead of sitting on this thick wallet whenever I'm driving the car or here at the desk probably screwing up my back I think the chiropractors have some views on sitting on big fat wallets it's a bad thing to do uh, I wonder if there's any way I'm not going to put it in my front pocket right? I'll mess up my lines uh, how I could <laughs> you like that one <laughs> uh, how I could possibly convert into a digital item uh, all of this stuff in here. So here's my driver's license. Uh, that can easily, if if I could become part of this program, well then, I could I could probably uh, do away with the driver's license. That's good. Uh, what do we have here? Oh, 
Uh, oh, this is my uh, concealed carry permit. Uh, we'll have to talk to the Bureau of Criminal Identification, see if uh, there's a way to digitize that. Uh, what else do we have here? A few, uh, a few credit cards and debit cards. Um, those, uh, yeah, if you've got the Apple, the Apple Pay, uh, and I think the the Androids have a similar service. I could uh, upload those, and I could the the tap to pay. Yeah, sure, I could do that. That would uh, free up some space right there. What else is in here? Uh, what else? Oh, there's a health insurance card. Oh, that one's already digital. The health insurance card that's already on there. Uh, yeah, that's easy. Oh, what do we have here? Oh my gosh, this is a, a Washington D.C. Metro card. Uh, I haven't used it in about a, a year and a half since you and I have been hanging out uh, here afternoons, but. Uh, I'd say that's going to become handy again, I believe, here in the not-too-distant future. Uh, that could easily be digitized, right? And that's just some kind of uh, chip you shove in there. What else do we have here? Uh, oh, uh, oh, that's the, okay, well, I don't know if you could digitize that one. Oh, here is one. Here is my, uh, my access card to the NRA's uh, rifle range in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. Uh, that could easily be, that's just a, that's just a barcode. And that doesn't need to be in there. What else have I shoved in here? Oh, this is kind of sad. Uh, here is my my work ID. Could that be digitized? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's my work ID for here working at KSL News Radio. Uh, oh shoot, I'll be turning that in on Friday. Oh, well, that's too bad. Uh, I won't need to worry about digitizing that one. Uh, here's a, a card from church that could easily be digitized. Uh, yeah, I think I could do it. I think this entire wallet uh, could turn into something digital, and then I could spare my back. As I drove around, what do you think? Are you to a point where you're comfortable with uh, this type of stuff being uh, digitized? Uh, meaning, it uh, instead of being a tangible object in your wallet or in your purse, uh, are, are you comfortable yet with uh, the advancements in technology, specifically privacy technology and encryption and all that goes into safeguarding information that's stored on your phone? Do you think that we have come to a, a, a spot in the advancement of all this technology that we're ready to, to jump uh, and make it all digital? I, I think so. I think that for accuracy's sake, I think that for uh, convenience sake, certainly, uh, and I think for privacy. I think we are at a spot where if we could, do, if we could uh, move much of what is in our wallet or purse onto our cell phone, uh, we'd, be, we'd be much better off. Much better off. Uh, one less thing to carry, though. Uh, that's for sure. Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, if you have any thoughts on this, uh, I, I'd be uh, I'd be eager to hear from you. Two texts come through so far. Lee, you have a George Costanza wallet. I remember that episode, and it's not that bad. It's uh, when I cracked it open, I was wondering if I was going to find uh, like receipts or Trivial Pursuit cards. Or the fortunes from fortune cookies, and uh, I'm happy to report that I've been a little more organized than that. So there are no receipts or uh, coins. I, didn't, I haven't shoved any coins in here. I'm not quite uh, George Costanza style. And if you don't get that reference, uh, I want you to just look it up. Uh, and then how about that disgusting $100 bill? Uh, well, uh, I don't have a $100 bill, but cash. That is one where uh, you're going to need something physical and tangible. Don't know how to digitize that one. Uh, anyway, quick break. When we return after the newscast, I'm going to share with you the top two stories at 2 o'clock. That's coming up around the corner here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is KSL. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. 
It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.